fighting ladies. Not my thing. There are other ways to be physical. Woman, I'm an officer, not some gigolo. All right. Um, hello and welcome to Hello Government, the podcast. I'm your host, Abdullah. And with me today is William Christopher Stevens. Hey, you got it. <laughs> yeah, I had to. I, I'm like, you know, is it St- Stevens or Stephens? I'm pretty sure it's Stevens because it's. Like... You, you nailed it, man. First, <laughs> first, first try, man. So congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> No, because I know like there are some people who who have the Stephen spelling with S T E H H P and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and and again, it sometimes it gets gets confusing because like is it Stevens or Stephens? I don't know. <laughs> you got it, bro. Thank you. <laughs> no, and and I love the fact that um, you got the whole three three name thing going on. It's Thank William you, Christopher. Mom and Dad. You know and. Uh... <laughs> Sometimes people are short, and I say, look, if, if you need to shorten it for the credits, okay, we'll go with William C. Stevens. My father and I both have the, uh, we have the same initials, but his middle name is Clark. So, you know, they spared me the junior by putting me as Christopher. <laughs> and then you look around, like, man, that's a, that's a long, that's a long name. <laughs> yeah. You know, I looked at him like, okay, but it, but it, it cadence wise it just kind of works out so i was like all right i was gonna be william christopher but the guy from mash took that a long time ago i was like okay well going by my full name now yeah it it gets confusing when you're looking up like someone on imdb and 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 it and something else pops up and i'm like that can't be the same person oh it's not (laughs) (laughs) like but he can be the white guy i'm the black guy clearly there's a distinction i can't i can't have it sex as a cat so all right (laughs) No, I mean it's just it's just weird, like because I've because I've had this happen to me before, where I've had like someone who didn't have like a lot of credits or a huge online presence on IMDb, and I wanted to look up like, you know, their work, and 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 I got like a a physicist who had the same name, <laughs> <laughs> like, and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> like trying to find this dude is gonna be hard. <laughs> but, like, um, well, when I'm not doing video, I'm a physicist so i mean you know <laughs> no but i mean um i mean it's been a year yeah. and uh for those long-time listeners of the show you know i've done my my best to get as many as, as of uh the mortal Kombat 11 cast on here because i'm a huge fan of that game as of this recording i have spent 300 hours of total wow. <laughs> total in-game uh hours and I pretty much like I pretty much unlocked most of Jax's gear, so there you go. <laughs> who's your, who's your favorite character at this point? You like to play? Um, I'm a noob Cybot main, so okay. I mean, okay. I, I said this in a previous episode, but like I used to be a huge Katana main, but um, Mortal Kombat 11 Katana is just like does not play as like she did in nine and ten, and I'm like, oh, I don't like That's this. Right. <laughs> That's cool. So so what I just you... so I just picked um Noob Cybot. Okay. What what do you think of the new DLC characters? Um which one? The first because the, there are three <laughs> DLC. <laughs> we got to be more specific, dude. Okay. All right. Okay. The uh the last edition was was Rambo and Terminator, RoboCop. I know they added the Joker too. Yeah, you're right. They they added so many, man. So <laughs> Um, I know, I know. Shiva is a Shiva is a controversial character because of her ground stomp, and I know that I have played so many, so many <laughs> Shiva players who just like spam that, and I and I can't do anything, and it's really fucking annoying. And I'm like, oh god. <laughs> hey man, well I'll be honest with you. It's like I played it. It's it's kind of hard being in the game and getting your ass kicked by people. <laughs> it was like I'm gonna go ahead and, and put this off, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to be in it, but I'm not gonna play y'all anymore. Cause I whoop my ass with my own character sometimes. So, oh, oh, Jack's players are a pain because like they spam that one combo where he just punches you in the back of the head and and it goes into a a crushing blow it. and it's just like oh god I hate that stop doing that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm over it at this point. <laughs> Thank you everybody for the love and support. Stop kicking my ass, please. No, but I mean I I really do like Jack's because um. 
you know, you you were you were one of the newcomers to the to the to the game. You weren't someone who was in the previous game, and and of course they gave you like the, the you had to come in in the game where they're like, yeah, we're we're taking Jax in a completely different direction. You're gonna be playing like the young Jax and the old Jax, and he has the- yeah. That was that was that was wild when I uh, got us like, okay, time warp thing. Let me uh, make sure it's, it's a differentiation in character. So, but yeah. I, Prior to coming on to Mortal Kombat, I mean, I knew the lore was extensive. I just didn't know it was that extensive. I was like, wow. I was like, pages and pages and all this history. So, yeah, it was deep. Yeah, I mean, Dominic showing you all the stuff and, and telling you all the all the bits and pieces and whatnot. Yeah. And you're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you guys, you got, you got a, another another realm's Bible I can uh, kind of look look through uh get all this stuff but uh it's, it's wonderful they got all that to pull for them it's just like the mcu man <laughs> no i mean it's it's interesting because like you did the whole i mean i talked to other people who who did like the um who played two characters or they played like the future selves and the and the past selves and they did like you know differentiate between between themselves because like some of them are playing revenants and you know they're mm-hmm. automatically evil in general and but you, you, you played like Jax going through what's basically PTSD and the young Jax was still like hopeful and optimistic. <laughs> yeah. And then you got Revenant. So I was like, man. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's weird shit, isn't it? <laughs> All that stuff. No, but I mean, I, I like Jax's arc. I mean, he he had a. It was nice that they gave him an arc that's not just oh, I I I lost my hands. <laughs> that's it. Like, I feel like that's the only thing he 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 does in in the series where it's like oh, you know, I have my hands at the beginning and I hope nothing bad happens to them. Oh wait, <laughs> that's my character arc. I have these like robotic hands and I gotta like learn how to use them and 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 I'm still a part of the team. But don't worry, I'm I'm still I still have an arc. <laughs> okay, okay, sure, sure you do. <laughs> So what what's the uh, the burning question for uh, for Mortal Kombat? Like, um, was it, well, like was it difficult doing the you know differentiating between between the two personalities in the story mode? Well, that, that's the great thing about uh, the direction, you know, as far as Dominic at times, you're like, I'd have to stop. I say, hey, which one is this one that we're doing right now? <laughs> Is this, this the young Jack? So it's the old Jack. Okay, it's the young one. So at times, you know, thanks to the direction and everything like that, it helped to keep on track. But it's sometimes the, the dialogue, especially when I had to to voice act between the two of them, I had to play the young and the old in conflict. I was like, okay, this is a mind bender right here. Um, okay, yeah. So it, it was challenging at times, but it, it was fun. Definitely. It's especially jarring when when you're recording the intros and you don't know if you're gonna get like a young Jack's intro or mm-hmm. an old Jack's intro. Mm-hmm. So you could have like the old skin equipped, but he'll say like dialogue that's meant to be <laughs> young Jack's, and I'm like, okay. Is it too rusty? <laughs> I noticed that it was really interesting where, you know, I have like the old Jack's uh, skin equipped and he's talking about like <laughs> talking about like wanting to not being uh, not being proud of his future self. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> no, but I think my, my I think my favorite um, interaction in the entire thing in the entire game re- regarding Jack's is. um between him and Sindel, where Sindel hits on him and he's like, lady, I'm a soldier, not a chickle. <laughs> yeah, they had me quote some BBD stuff in there too, man. I thought that was hilarious when they had a little quips come in, man. Um, that was fun. I, I do so, love the fact that one of his, um, one of his, like, when, when you play the game, like, you get, like, a little, you know, when once each round finishes, like, the, the characters do, like, a little animation and they're like there are various animations that they do between rounds, and I, and I love the fact that one of his animations is him like 
taking out a cigar and smoking it. (laughs) I love how he he just finds the time to like smoke whenever he gets the chance. It's always time for a good cigar. (laughs) That's how Jax feels. You know, he just like shows up with a cigar, puts it out. It takes one puff, and I'm like, um, do, do you have a problem? Like, I feel like you have a problem, Jax, that you that, uh, you don't want to talk about. It, you know, it just puts them at ease, man. It just whoops somebody's ass, smash their head, smoke that. And I, and I do love the fact that they actually gave him, like, some of the best fatalities and I think um, the best brutalities. I do love the brutality where he, he he literally squashes someone's head with his bare hands. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, I found that was, yeah, they put that in the movie, too. So I was like, okay, <laughs> seems to be a fan favorite. <laughs> I think that was, like, one of his old, uh, old uh, fatalities that became a brutality, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to keep track. Fatality, (laughs) brutality. (laughs) It's like it all led to death, didn't it? (laughs) I do love the one where he he chokes someone to death. (laughs) It's just like, (laughs) good lord. (laughs) Like they did not shy away from the violence in this game. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Never do. That's that's just MK. And I, and I do love the fact that, you know, like ever since the reboot, they, they got this whole thing where it's like, okay, he's a soldier now, so let's make him as patriotic as possible. So they mm. give him like the, the, the U.S. belt buckle and the, and I, and I love the arms that are decked out to look like an American flag. It's just, just so great. It's just so silly and, and dumb and I love it. I love it. <laughs> Dex has a lot of history, man. Yeah, I mean, he's, um, you know, former military. I mean, I, I do love the fact that in the Mortal Kombat universe, they don't specify which type of military. They're just like special forces. That's it. Like, that's all you need to know. We're not going to be specific. It's just like one, one, one military branch, and that's it. Like the yeah. Navy, the Rangers, all nah, that stuff, like, doesn't force. exist. It's just like one, one thing, and it's just like, okay. We're the most special part of the special forces. <laughs> like we we like we're so special. We got to deal with this one guy who's been eluding us for years. Yeah, we're off the books, man. They don't talk about this section. <laughs> it's just I, I don't know. I mean, I just I just found Jax's um, character arc really really great, and um, and yeah, it, it, they do rehash it in the um, aftermath. Um, aftermath um uh expansion but mm-hmm. i did like the scene with him and fujin i thought that was a really nice scene like it, it just gave him some closure i'm like okay that's how you end the arc you know if you're gonna you know because i think like a lot of the, some of the complaints was like his arc ended like way too abruptly and you're like uh you know he kind of made peace a little bit too <laughs> too quick but um you know, seeing him talk to Fujin, and he's like, oh, you don't get it, Fujin. But I was like, oh, I do get it. And, and, and you know, I've lost way more than you can imagine. And he's like, maybe you do get it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that was, uh, that was a lot of fun. And, um, God, it's just, I, I, I want more. <laughs> like, I, I'm greedy, and I want more. It's just like... <laughs> Because they introduced like Rain and and Melina, and I'm like, you know, are they gonna have like a story mode with them? Because that that would be cool, you know. Who who else would you like to see in the game? Well, I mean, we gotta get back my boy Reptile. They did him dirty. Like they, he needs to come back, man. Reptile. He's. I thought he was like the coolest, coolest thing as a kid. I remember playing uh, MK3 and in the arcades, and and I would always pick Reptile because he was really cool. Mm. Well, I guess it's time for that campaign. <laughs> like Resurrect bring, Reptile. Yeah, bring back Reptile. Bring back, like, bring back the rest of the ninjas. Because it's like, you know, you got, like, Scorpion and Sub-Zero and, and, <laughs> and Noob Saibot and, and, um, and what's his face? Uh, so, Rain. so all, Rain. all ninja edition <laughs> yeah, of just... DLC content, the whole ninja, the whole ninja clan. Yeah, all just, of them. Just, just bring them back, man. I mean, I just, like, it's just... It's 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 great that they went in a direction where it's not full of ninjas, but at the same time, it's like you know, come on, man, I, I want the ninjas back. <laughs> like they, they're such a stable of the series at this point. It kind of seems weird, like having like 
a couple of them and not like a lot of them like especially right. when you're a reptile fan and you're like i really liked what they did with him in 9 and 11 and i want to see more of him and, and it's just like well he's not in this <laughs> so all right hey I guess the fans have a lot of power these days. You see what they did for Zack Snyder's. <laughs> so, um, Dominic, if you're listening, <laughs> they want that ninja pack coming out, man. <laughs> no, no. Um, it's funny you mentioned, like, you know, fans having a lot of power because they originally didn't want to, like, they we didn't know, like, a lot of people demanded, like, Molina and Fujin and Rain. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> since day one, everyone's like, "Where's Molina? Where's Fujin? Where's Rain?" Like these are like the the characters we we want, and like there was there was a whole campaign about Molina. Like they want they want Molina to come back, and and when when she did, like holy crap! Like Twitter just blew up that day when they revealed that trailer with Molina coming back, <laughs> and it's like holy shit. <laughs> I mean, she's a fan favorite character, and she's such a fan favorite character that they put her in the movie before Katana, so there you go. Boom. <laughs> and then they offed her. <laughs> but, you know, hey, it's Mortal Kombat. You just bring them back. <laughs> some, some kind of way they're going to come back. I just love the fact that, that Shang Tsung at the end of the movie is like, yeah, you know, you, you might have killed my, my, um, my warriors, but they'll be back. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> Right. Like, because okay. I was like, this new guy killed Goro? Really? <laughs> oh, really? That, really, that really pissed me off. It's like, okay, huge like Mortal Kombat lore rant coming up, but um, what made Goro so great was that he was Shang Tsung's champion. Like, he was the guy that you had to beat. Like, he was the, the guy that that represented Outworld, and, and, in, and in this mm-hmm. movie, he's just an assassin. He's like, okay, we need, we can't kill this one guy. Let's send Goro, and I'm like, oh my god, that makes he didn't even no have sense. any powers yet. Like, why are you send this guy? <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all could have sent anybody, man. And of course, Reptile shows up and he dies. John Kano jobs him out, and it's like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I don't know how I feel about him being portrayed as a monster and not like a ninja reptile. But I mean, like I said on Twitter, it's great seeing reptile whenever I can because because <laughs> he's a character that doesn't do much, but he's awesome anyway. Because I mean, I like reptiles and he's a ninja reptile, and you know, there you go. <laughs> right. Um. I mean, I did like Sub Zero and Scorpion. I thought that they that they got those characters right, and I kind of wish like the movie was more about them. Yeah, and... they were the highlights. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, the first fifteen minutes of the film, I was like, yeah, <laughs> okay, okay. Like, and then happened? it's like you wish that you wish the rest of the movie kept up that momentum. <laughs> like, yeah, man, because. <laughs> I was like, all right, the, the Jax battle, Sub-Zero, that's how you lose your arms. Oh, that's hard. <laughs> I can't believe you made it out alive. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, that's, they get part two. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with that. It's like, okay, y'all got to rectify all this stuff in, in part one. And um, if you would have gave me the dagger earlier and told me about it told me about Scorpio. I'm like, yeah, let's let's just get him out of hell now. <laughs> Tell me my connection, my ancestors. So okay. And and I don't like the fact that they that they did the whole oh well you know you can only be part of the tournament if you have powers and I'm like, yeah, you had to have the mark. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, dude, they let Striker join the tournament and he's a guy who has a fucking gun <laughs> like that's a superpower. <laughs> <laughs> they I let a guy fight with well. a gun. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, you look at like the entire history of Mortal Kombat. They like Striker, a guy who doesn't have powers, fighting the tournament. They had, they had like pistol with me. Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> it's just like it just it makes no sense. And then and then he's like, oh, you know, you you are chosen, and and you can only participate in the in the tournament if you're chosen and have powers, and you got to unlock those powers. And it's just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that that was that was one of those things. Like, so no symbol, 
no power. There's no chance to fight. So you you got to kill somebody and get a symbol. <laughs> this is just ups the ante. And it's and it's so so dumb. It's like so. It's less about like discovering your power and more like killing someone who just who has a symbol, <laughs> so you can take their take their spot. Like it makes no sense. And and I just I just hate the 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 whole like the fight between Melina and um, Sonia when she's mm. got her on the ropes and she almost kills her and she, she notices she doesn't have a mark and she's like, ah, there is no honor in your death. And I'm like, since when is Melina honorable? Like, <laughs> like if I was Shang Tsung, I'm like, bitch, like what, what did, what did I tell you? Like, you just like, you were just hired to kill these people. I don't <laughs> care if like they're, they're, they're part of the finish her. Like, it's just, <laughs> there is no honor in killing you. Fuck off. <laughs> Like, nah, nah, we need to see that dark screen come up. Da, 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 da. <laughs> That's gotta happen, man. Like, I, I did I did like Cabal though. I thought they got his character right. I mean, accent aside, they did get his character right and Yeah, him and him and Kano were, were fun, man. Just they're they're back and forth. <laughs> like this is the reason why I'm in this iron lung. And just you know, Kano was a scene stealer. And and um yeah, it's yeah. Certain ones you, you you need to bring back. <laughs> like, and and I just love the fact like we were talking before we started recording about the movie, and I'm like, I just love the fact that Shang Tsung just like straight up said, "Fuck this, fuck the tournament. <laughs> we're just gonna just gonna kill your guys right now." And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, we just come through home invasion. What's up, yo? Yeah, we can just do this right here in your living room. <laughs> let's get it. Let's get it on. And, and 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 another thing that really pissed me off, and this is like franchise whole, this is not exclusive to the movie, but I really hate Raiden's character in general because he's like, I can't interfere, but he ends up interfering anyway. <laughs> it's like he does this every goddamn fucking time, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I really can't get involved. I shouldn't get involved. Yeah, I'm going to get involved. I can't get involved, but I'm going to hide... Um, hide uh, scorpion's daughter from him i'm gonna tell cole about his his ancestry i'm gonna help Liu kang out i'm gonna like protect the earth realm earth realm warriors from shang sun when he comes invading i'm like just like you're getting involved dude like, <laughs> like i want to see the rule book man let me let me take a look at this rule book <laughs> i need to talk to the elder gods <laughs> give me a minute yeah, yeah. Such a such a disappointing movie because like there's just like so much potential in it, but it's like it's it's just like they missed the mark. They really did, in my opinion. I mean, like some of the fights were cool, but some of the fights were poorly edited, and some of the like some of the editing is really weird. Like during conversations, like it just it's just so amateurish. It's like, oh no. <laughs> I think they made enough to to make a sequel. I mean, because it was made on a low budget, so it was only made like on fifty million and uh, fifty, yeah, fifty million, and and it's like okay, <laughs> no, mm. not fifty million, fifty thousand. It was only made on fifty thousand, and it's like that's too low of a budget for fifty thousand. Yeah, <laughs> just fifty. Nah. $50,000 budget. <laughs> I, I would imagine. They, they shoot it on an iPhone or something? <laughs> <laughs> you making me look that up. <laughs> I mean, it felt like it because some of the effects looked really cheap. <laughs> okay, his, his, his bronze turtleneck didn't impress you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean Brian, Dave Batista's, You mean Dave Batista's character from The Man with the Iron Fist? <laughs> <laughs> they just didn't put the face on him. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's too expensive. Man. We just put him in this, this bronze turtleneck. <laughs> What's well, his power? Oh, Earthrealm Savior is a guy who can turn his skin bronze. Okay, that's cool. I guess you know, <laughs> like who needs Scorpion and Sub Zero? You got you got a guy who can turn his skin into rocks. So <laughs> like, that's the future right there. Who needs who needs uh, who needs a ninja who can like. Uh, uh, burn people or and a, and a ninja who can uh, freeze people. Just give us a guy who can turn his skin into rocks. There you go. 
Yeah, I was like the, the big reveal with Scorpion taking his mask off. I wish they wouldn't have had him take his mask off so many times. It, it just lessened the dramatic effect. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just because because the, here's the thing, like, you know, if you've if you know anything about Mortal Kombat lore, you know, Scorpion and Hanzo are like two different personalities. Like Scorpion, you know, like when he takes the mask off in the games, it's supposed to be a jarring moment because he never takes his mask off and and you see him like not be a revenant anymore. I mean, that's the whole point of his arc in, in Mortal Kombat 11 where, you know, he you know meets up with his former self who's still a revenant who's still like, you know, I'm joining Kornika because, you know, she says he can give me back my family. But of course, that's a lie. And then, you know, his future self ends up dying and he's like, make me a promise and, you know, continue on what I, you know, what I, what I did. And, and yeah, I mean, there's supposed to be two different characters, but in, but in the movie, it's just, it's just Hanzo in a scorpion costume. It's not, <laughs> no, it's not, Scor- there is no scorpion character. <laughs> like he's just, scorpion is just a gimmick name he, he came up with when he was in hell. <laughs> like Scorpion, <laughs> that sounds badass. <laughs> Like, it just makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. And and I just... It's kind of like when Behind was like, I'm no longer Behind, I'm Sub-Zero. Like, okay, I, I'll call you that, man. I respect it. <laughs> like, I... I um, Shang, um, I'm dressed in this because I don't want to be called Behind anymore. Stop calling me Behind. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> Like he specifically put that on. It's like I gotta make him stop calling behind. Behind, like you have a t-shirt oh, on the it. front. <laughs> the t-shirt. I, I'm no longer behind. It's sub zero. <laughs> so my business card say that. <laughs> I had to update my website. <laughs> <laughs> I had to change my email. <laughs> You notice the emails you keep sending me is bouncing back? Because I changed it to sub zero info at sub zero dot net. <laughs> uh, Bihan, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we just killed him. We just ruined him for everything. Bihan, go get your shine box. That's how, <laughs> that's how you felt about him. You just didn't take him seriously. And then when he comes back in the sequel, he's like, uh, Sub-Zero, no, I'm Noob Cybot now, God <laughs> like, just, I, I I have the whole black outfit, my skin is burnt up, you know, I, and I'm not, I'm not Sub-Zero anymore. My brother took up that mantle, uh, Sub-Zero, God damn it. <laughs> not Sub-Zero, stop calling me Sub-Zero. Uh, such a such a weird franchise it really is but beloved all over the world <laughs> i just love it cuz it's uh, it's so stupid and and as much as i i mean as much as i didn't like what they did with goro i did like his introduction where it's like in the previous in the first movie it's like you know really really um really scary and whatnot and him coming out of you know being revealed as this big monster and 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 johnny cage is like holy shit i gotta fight that here it's like he just shows up in a guy's garage (laughs) i'm goro what's up yeah it's so stupid i just had a chance to uh you know you reveal the shadow see him come out i'm like oh cool all right you know he's in the universe he can be in the sequel or like when you actually get to jump. No. <laughs> it's not the way they handle it. But hey, he'll be back as they all will. <laughs> I'm coming back with an army. Then why did you come? If if that was the case, then why didn't you come back with an army for the first time? Like, why did you think, okay, I'm just going to get my group of friends like together and we're going to take them out. It's like, you could have just came in with an army. Like, who's stopping you? Like, Raiden only has like a couple fighters and a bunch of monks. Like, I don't think that they'll they'll be much of a they'll be much of a challenge against the armies of Outworld. 
or 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 I think it's because like he wanted to come with an army, but Shang uh, Shao Kahn is like, no, I'm not giving you my army. Fuck off. <laughs> he was trying to keep it on the low. If I go full scale, you know, <laughs> he'll know something's up. I, I got to do this on the low. No, um, but no, it's 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 like here's my my other question because this is apparently still an interview. <laughs> <laughs> like, um my, my other question is like um does it feel weird like being a part of these like major franchises like you know final fantasy 7 and mortal Kombat? like you know waking up and realizing oh man i'm part of these franchises i mean sometimes when they send you the audition you know and I, i'm a gamer and things like that and and very much you know into aspects of geek culture and you know i looked at it and was like this sounds familiar it feels familiar and then you know sometimes you don't find out until you go in the studio like for mortal Kombat, they just kind of sent me some generic sides um i think the character was just sarge or something like that so you know did the dialogue and da 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 and you know, agent calls me up. So, yeah, they, they want you for, you know, this this project. And it, you know, had a different title and everything. And then I I like get the get the they send me the script. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> you serious? This is MK I'm who? So and that aspect it was mind blowing. And uh yeah, because it's a lot of history in there. It's like man, and I looked at all the people who played Jackson, including you know, Carl Weathers had his had his moment as Jackson. I'm like, wow. Um, okay. Yeah. But just go in there and, you know, respect the material and, and have fun, man. Do you? They 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 picked me. <laughs> and I know they went through a lot of people. <laughs> so you're Jax. Um and Final Fantasy Seven, that was another one. Just uh, you know, I had to had to brush up on it because I was like rude. And then going back and looking at the game, I was like, wow. <laughs> I, I love the way they expanded on you know Final Fantasy VII the remake too because it just really you know gave characters a little bit more more of the stage and fleshing out backstories and everything. So um, yeah, it was daunting at times, man. But at the end of the day, it was really like. Hey, I trust you guys to direct me. I'm going to bring what I have to the table, and I'm going to have fun. Have fun with this. Let's play. No, I mean, and I really did like your take on Rude because he's like much more. You know, I mean, he's still like a goofy character. Like he still has that relationship with Reno. Like you know, they have the whole. You know, Reno is like a an anti-hero, and he's a full-blown villain. And they got like this weird relationship going, and. And I and I do like the fact that your 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 um your take on Rude is more more down to earth and and you gave him like that that deep voice and, and it made him like stand out from everyone else. Yeah, I think I think when they uh they they wanted something uh kind of Vin Diesel ish kind of it was it was something I think in, in the possible in the character description. So I kind of like well Vin, Vin Diesel has a very distinct voice. It's like can't really nail it but maybe i can get some of the essence there but uh so he's like slim diesel he's not vin he's slim and uh yeah man it was a it was a fun uh fun character to play i had a friend of mine was talking about yeah you just whooped my ass again <laughs> like yeah, they made him tough didn't they so oh no he's he's no longer the pushover he was the first <laughs> Like they did a complete rework of his boss fight, and I'm like, okay, cool. Like it wasn't just okay. I mean, this is like a straight up remake in the in the sense of like they they took all the stuff that um, didn't work and stuff that that could have been done better, and you know they just like applied what we know now to <laughs> to it, and it just it just works, you know. Mm. It just works. <laughs> like, and I, and I always liked Rude because he he had like. I'm not a fan of like the crazier uh, Final Fantasy designs where everyone has like crazy hair and and weird outfits <laughs> and I I always liked Rude because he always looked like a normal guy. He just looked like a normal dude. 
Just suited and booted. <laughs> I mean, he could be Agent 47 for all I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that have been something? <laughs> I mean, Agent 47 is a clone. And, you know, maybe one of those clones did survive. So, mm-hmm. you, know, you know. Thank you, Shinra. <laughs> <laughs> like, you never know. And Square Enix does own the Hitman IP, so. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. <laughs> like, there you go. That's my headcanon. Rude is officially like a clone of 747. <laughs> right. I mean, it makes sense. It has to. I mean, they, they're both bald guys. They both, you know, wear suits. I mean, Rude wears glasses, but like, yeah. It's know. barcode. Else. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe he cut off his barcode. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, just ripped it out. And maybe they covered it up with something. I don't know. <laughs> like, that's the big twist. That's the big Shyamalan twist. Where it's um, he turns out to be he turns out to be a clone. <laughs> You're a clone. Very effective clone. And um, I mean, speaking of you know your work recently, like the most recent thing you've been in that I've seen anyway is Yasuke on um, on Netflix, and that was um. That was something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It was. Um, I know people were, were looking at, you know, they wanted something more historical. And uh, they get to a little bit of it in the flashback. I, I just say for me, it was a, it was something that I, I was truly, truly excited about. And, uh, you know, I, I still am because there's, there's potential there. There's potential there for another, another universe opening up. But um, I had to sit on that project for, for two years. And, um, you know, there's certain projects I still had to wait. I think Mortal Kombat, I had to wait a while before I could even talk about that. That was like a year or something like that. But for me on this, it was like, I got to sit on this for two years. And, um, you know, seeing little parts of animation come out. Like every day in the studio was just was just great. Um, I really love the team so much for for putting it all together, and then to actually see it, you know. And I got in touch with Fly on, on Instagram. He says, "Yeah, I'm going to be dropping some music." And when that music hit, <laughs> it just it, it put it on another level for me. Um, as I was saying, you know, if you take his music out of the films, like taking John Williams out of Star Wars. Um, it just elevated the material. So, uh, yeah, I, I love playing a Choja. <laughs> he was he was a fun one, you know. Just straight up, <laughs> give me the loot. That's that's his mindset. <laughs> give me the loot, man. And um, yeah, he was he was cool to play. I mean, I mean, like I said when we were talking before we started recording, like his character arc is really funny because he doesn't learn anything. He's just like, yeah, well, I got paid. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that was that was it. Uh, somebody posted something on IG and they were talking about it. it's crazy how he just flipped it <laughs> the end part where he's just like, yeah, let's go kill this witch. <laughs> and dude was like, nah, I need you here. He's like, nah, man, I'm not staying here. I'm gonna give you some more money. Oh yeah, y'all go, y'all go hand it out. I'll stay here and uh, protect these kids because <laughs> I want that cash. So, <laughs> no, I mean, I do like his line when he, when they, when he, um, when that samurai says, um, you know, I'll pay, I'll double your payment, and he's like, well, I always believe children are the yeah. future. <laughs> I believe that children are the future. <laughs> I mean, he's such an interesting character, but I'm like, you know, I, I kind of, I kind of feel like you're trying to sell me on a series be, uh, uh, about the mercenaries and. And I just, I just don't know how I feel about that because I'm like, you know, these characters would be more interesting if they were in their own series instead of, you know, taking taking the shine off Yasuke. Hey, maybe it'll happen. Who knows? Maybe it will happen. I mean, it's, it'd be it's, nice to see how they all came together. I mean, it's it's interesting because, like, you know, we don't know where they come from. 
we don't know how they met, so that leaves a whole that he that leaves a room for for a prequel series. So I'm pretty sure they're probably going to be doing that at some point. That's, that's something the uh, the head writer Nick Jones Jr. was discussing in a recent interview. Um, just a lot of different directions they could go. He was saying, "Yeah, I could expand on Saki, but um, also a prequel about the mercenary." So you know, we'll see. We shall see. Or maybe a prequel detailing Yasuke's life as a samurai, which is what we wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe that too. Maybe that too. Or they'll just they'll they'll give out some more details and and uh, and flashbacks, expanded flashbacks. Because um, yeah, I think that was that was that would have been one of the challenges because a lot of his history is lost after. Uh, Nobunaga's demise and everything, and you know you're, you're piecing it together. Although there is a there's a 400 page book about Yasuke. My cousin told me about it, and he's like, "I got the copy," and I was like, "Man, I got it. I got to get this." And I was like, "It's 400 pages." <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's, it's on my it's on my list of things to get actually, just to see how how deeply they go into detail about it. I mean, because because again, like I, I did my research about about the figure of, of Yasuke, and yeah, like a lot of history is unfortunately lost in, to um, to time. But um, you know, the stuff that's there is, you know, can fill up a, a miniseries. So mm. you know, I don't know what what they want to do with it, but um, it's interesting because I don't know. Like, was it done like an anime? Did you guys like dub the dub it in? Was it in no. Japanese or? Oh, they did the English verses for it uh, first. Yeah, we we did the English verse uh, voices first, and then they they had the uh, Japanese actors come in and, and dub it in Japanese. So it's so. technically so it's technically not an anime because I'm like you know this like a lot of Americans this was made by Americans this feels like mm-hmm. an American product but Netflix is like well we don't want to say it's a, like we don't want to say it's a it's a um adult animated series because adults apparently don't watch animation which is weird because <laughs> you know there's this little show called invincible that um took people man. by storm recently. yeah that was that was that was a, a great series too man i really enjoyed that yeah man i like as a fan of the comic i, I looked at, i mean i i looked back at the first uh arc because the um first season adapts the first 13 issues and i'm like holy shit they got it right like they got all the story beats right and i'm like i can't wait for for the um for for seasons two and three it it's just so amazing yeah i'm, I'm interested to see how they'll, they'll put that together somebody had put together a uh an episode of it online just the comic they, they went through like the panels was breaking it down and you know they were talking about um his character is sexually assaulted. He gets raped by um, by a woman from his father's home planet. <laughs> so I was like, "Man, <laughs> how you deal with that?" <laughs> um, so yeah, be interesting to see what they do with the series, and uh, it just keeps uh, just elevates and keeps getting better. Yeah, but I mean, so. it, just, it just I just don't like my my point is I don't like the uh, the fact that Netflix. Um, Netflix always promotes their adult animated shows as anime when they're not anime. This is clearly made in America. This is not Japan. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 getting they're, they're taking the style that that style of animation, and um, you know, Boondocks did it and Black Dynamite and some other ones. But yeah, so if you like that style of animation. Then that's and that's it. But yeah, I I understand where you're coming from. I mean, I, I guess it technically counts as an anime because it's done by an, a Japanese studio who does anime. So I guess <laughs> you know, I guess that's the criteria. That... <laughs> but, but, but hybrid anime, uh, <laughs> or as as I think Lashawn is calling it, gateway anime for people who weren't or not really familiar with anime at all. It's just like, oh, I check this out. You know, I think I even my my uncle in Cleveland even watched it. <laughs> he was like, oh, "I'm gonna check it out." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." So if this serves as a gateway. Like, what what else is out there like this? Then cool, you know. Well, there's this show called Doro Hidoro that's really, really, <laughs> that's really great. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just I just love the idea that some that this is gonna be like the gateway anime to um 
that this is going to be like someone's first anime and they're like, oh, this looks interesting. I wonder what else Japan has. And then they find like, some of the. <laughs> you just say, oh, this looks, it looks like this. Oh, I'll go ahead and check out this other stuff because it looks, it looks familiar now. Um, you know, so I, I thought that was really cool. I, I mean, for me, myself, thinking back, because I'm, I'm a kid that grew up on Saturday morning cartoons when we had that, when you just rush to the living room to turn on your set to see what new cartoons came out on Saturday. If I was sitting down the first time and I seen it, I was like, man, oh, there were black people in Japan, you know, history, and they were samurais. And <clears throat> I'd be so intrigued, you know, and I'd be like wanting to go to Japan. I want to know more. And to me, if this served as my first, you know, my first view into that animation style, anime, then yeah, I'd, I'd totally be on board. Um, for me coming on to Yasuke, because it, I'll put it like this. I, this is try to keep the story short, but I got introduced to Ninja Scroll in 95. I was in New York auditioning for some summer stock theater. And it was always a little shop that I used to walk by when I was in town. And, you know, they had this they had a TV always in the front window, like showing off either like I was always going by there to get new games. You know, the uh, the systems route where you could get the uh, the import games and things like that. So I was going by to see what new import games and they had this trailer on and it just stopped me in my tracks. I remember standing in front of this window and watching this entire trailer play out for like two minutes, about two minutes or so. But it seemed like an hour. I think my mouth was open and I was probably catching flies. I was just like, this is amazing. And I ran the shop and I was like, dude, what is this? What is this? He's like, oh, this is Wind Ninja Chronicles because that's what they called it. <laughs> the bootleg anyway, it was on a BHS tape. So long ago it was, but, and I was like, man, give me this tape. I, I need it. He's like, well, all we got is that one. You got to come back in the morning. And I was there in the morning when they opened. I snatched this thing up, man. I went back to my buddy's place. I'm staying with like, man, everybody, stop what you're doing. You got to see this film. You got to check this out. And I don't think any of them had ever seen anime before. But after that, everybody was on board because Ninja Scroll was was mind-blowing. And um, to bring this full circle, <laughs> you know, the guy that worked on, did the character designs for Yasuke, worked for Madhouse who did Ninja Scroll. He also did character designs for Ninja Scroll too. So I was like, wow, this is it's kinda like my Ninja Scroll moment. So um yeah. That's uh that's that. No, it's it's funny you mentioned Ninja Scroll Ninja Scroll because um me and my cousin like back when back when we used to have, you know, back when we used to have VHS back tapes <laughs> and we would come over and, and like he would come over for um for movie night and and he's like I, I found this like movie called ninja scroll and i remember like the first time we watched that and we had so much fun riffing on that movie it was just, <laughs> it was just a lot of fun and but i mean it was it was a perfect ga gateway to anime because it's like I, I had not never seen anything like this before so you know yeah to date myself man, i grew up on like g-force and you know which of course gotcha man and uh and uh macross uh robotech so i mean i was i was seeing those <laughs> in the morning sometimes catching 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 episodes of that before they took them off tv so it was presence was always there i mean and and someone like me who grew up in the 90s grew up with like dragon ball z and, mm -hmm. and pokemon and those shows and Yu-Gi-Oh and those shows uh, mm -hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, those shows are pretty much the the the, the big gateway into into like an anime for everyone because it's like yeah, you know, <laughs> like because it's like hey, you know, what is this? Is there more of this? And, and <laughs> you know, right. And, and there was a point in time where I got the two confused. I'm like, wait, there's a difference between like Western animation and and anime. I did not know this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> And then you find out, oh, you know, you found out about dubbing and how that's done. And then you find out that um, that uh, it's originally in Japanese. And then you find out that there's this whole sub versus dub thing. And it's just. Yeah, I took a <laughs> class on that. I was like, man, this is intricate. 
Yeah, because I mean, so. I mean I've, I've had like many people on here who've done anime, uh, who've done anime dubbing, and it is hard. It is mm-hmm. hard. <laughs> yeah, when they when they were playing me um, stuff from Final Fantasy VII the remake, you know, and it was, I was hearing the Japanese voice, the voice actor in that, you know, what I thought might have been just an inflection, it was actually a word. I was like, oh, wow. It's like, yeah, he's that's actually a word. It's meaning something. I was like, okay. So um, trying to uh, trying to match that was uh, was challenging. It was fun, but yeah, I was learning a lot through that the whole process. Yeah, you got to learn like what what those um, what those words mean. Got to match those lip flaps. Got to match those lip flaps. No, but I mean it's it's interesting. I mean it's it's hard, and and I have nothing but respect for the people who do this for a living because it's it sounds nightmarish. <laughs> <laughs> when you get it right, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm just in awe at people who can like not only match the lip flaps but give a give a great performance. That is just so rare in anime nowadays. Like just to have someone who can. Who can not only match the lip flaps but give a, a, a an amazing performance? It's just like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, that 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 is very noteworthy because <laughs> uh, I go back and listen to, um, and I'm somebody that would like to go back and, and listen to the actual voice actors and just put the subtitles on, and and hear all the inflections and everything like that. I don't mind listening, you know, watching a series with the original Japanese dub or whatever. And then just going through it because it's you get so much out of it. Um, yeah, it's, and it's different. So for for those series that actually pull off and give you, you know, a great English dub or whatever, and still compelling, still great voice acting. Yes, kudos to them. It's a, it's, it's a big deal. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and people are like, "Oh, well, the subs sound different." Well, yeah, of course it sounds different. It's it's <laughs> meant to be different, <laughs> you know? right? They're not meant to be the same show because, like, a lot of stuff, because because you know a lot um a lot of Japanese act you know voice actors are you know come from you know it's it's very kabuki theater esque mm. and and that does not translate well into an English speaking audience because like they, there's no way in hell you know you can match that type of energy so it's like gotta do Unless your you're own thing in that. yeah you yeah do your own thing so i don't i don't understand like why people get so so pissy about like <laughs> english voice actors not being able to match the japanese actress performance i'm like you know have you listened to it because it's, <laughs> it's you know it's over the top no one can match that like i don't care who it is like no one like even the best um, anime dubbers have a hard time like m- matching an a- a- the original actor's performance like scene by scene. So I don't know. People just want to complain. <laughs> well, you don't understand the process or what it goes behind it. Yes, it's easily to look it over and make surface comments like that. But yeah, you got to be trained, have an yeah. understanding of it. Yeah. Um... But no, I mean it's it's interesting, you know, uh, seeing something you know that's an anime but made in the West, but still it's mm-hmm. technically an anime. I don't know, <laughs> like I don't even know anymore. Like maybe it's an anime, maybe it isn't. Who knows? Yeah. You see things like you know crossing culture, like like music. Somebody you know picking up something that's clearly Western and taking it to their country and making it their own. Um, yeah, it's, it's always interesting to see. So it's inspired. And so we say if, if, if it's inspired by Japanese anime, okay, we may not call it that, but uh, in, its, in its soul, in its spirit, that's, that's what it is. I mean, it's it's very similar to Cannon Busters. I don't need, I don't even want to call mm-hmm. that show anime because it's it's very much a Western show. But <laughs> you know, it's inspired by anime. So yeah, know. as Lashawn is, yeah, Lashawn Thomas is very very much inspired by anime. Like same thing with Black Dynamite, the animated series. It's, it has an anime style, but it's not anime. So right, right. <laughs> you can see all of that stuff, man. Which is one of the reasons why I enjoyed it. And it was like. Okay, but it's like yeah, the colors, you know, characters, colors, black. There's people up there I can identify with. So, um, 
and essentially yeah, that 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 made it gateway and you know more accessible to certain audiences that 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 wouldn't necessarily watch it um but yeah now it's like oh man this is this is cool i remember back in high school you know i had a buddy that used to draw like anime style and he had black characters and like anime style um illustrations and, and things like that so yeah the interest has always been there um we just didn't have a lot of a lot of projects and movies and, and television shows representing that and I, and I think like the reason they go with the anime style is to to is to make it's to let people know this is not for kids so you know <laughs> maybe i don't know <clears throat> that and it's more exciting to watch too yeah it, it is exciting it's a different different style of animation yeah i guess I guess it's more visually appealing for adults to watch anime than, say, Thomas the Tank Engine or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and that's one of the things that caught my eye. You know, it's just yeah, they'll they take some very very cinematic images and, and the camera angles and things like that, and and they're going to deal with some more uh, adult subject matter, yeah, like the little cutesy cartoons and things like that. Like you know, you put a cutesy character in anime, and it may turn out to be a killer or something like that. So. um yeah, man. It's a fan of the genre. Yeah. <laughs> Cutesy characters killing each other. That's a whole that's a whole subgenre in anime, <laughs> ironically <laughs> enough. <laughs> oh, Madoka Magica. That, that's that's an anime that keeps on giving. <laughs> mm. Um anyway, um it's been an hour and I guess people are probably tired of listening to us talk about <laughs> <laughs> Really? <laughs> Come on, guys. Stick around for another hour. Do part two. <laughs> no. <laughs> Some more DLC content. <laughs> um, I want to like last thing I want to touch on before um I get you out of here because I'm pretty sure you're mm-hmm. busy with with stuff. Is um, what was that? What was that? It's not Left for Dead. What what are they calling it? Left Back for Blood. Yeah, Back for Blood. I yeah. Um, cause the ca- it's weird because the cast has been announced, but the game mm-hmm. is still like in beta, so I don't know how that works. Yeah, it was it was supposed to be released this summer, and um, they made the announcement. Everything was supposed to come out in June. They pushed it back to October um, because they want to make the best game possible. They're 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 uh, going to do uh, another playtest this summer uh, for not just PC but also for console. So they're allowing people to get in there and play test it and, and try to break the game so they can make it better. Yeah, because I, 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 I just thought it was weird because usually, like, um, usually when it comes to video games, you're under, like, heavy NDA and you're like, oh, you can't talk mm-hmm. about this until it's it's out. But in this case, it's like the cast has already been, like, the main cast has already been announced and we know who they are. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, they they did that because they thought the game was coming out in June. <laughs> so it was like, boom, here's the cast. <laughs> and it's like, oh, we're going to push it back. So <laughs> but get ready, you know. So uh, that's another game uh, I, I played a lot, Left 4 Dead. I was just all over that, man. It was some late nights, early mornings playing Left 4 Dead with buddies. So that's another project I was excited about when I, I got on it. Because when they sent me the material for that, I looked at it and was like, I know this world. It, it sounds familiar. Then they told me, okay, yeah, this is basically the, the spiritual successor to Left for Dead. I, ge- I geeked out. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, man. You know, and they would be giving me directions. said, yeah, I know about that. that that's like the boomer. and <laughs> That's like the smoker. It's just, you know, the, the geek started taking over. I had to, had to tap it down a little bit. So. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, looking forward to, to actually playing it. I really hope like the monsters are voiced by D. Bradley Baker as well, like like mm. in Left for Dead. So I hope so. <laughs> like, we'll see. He's busy on the uh, Bad Batch, so if he if he's got time, <laughs> he's playing all four clones. I was like, man, that's that's talent. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that was recorded back in t- 2019, so you know, you, you never know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like. But he's a busy dude. Like he's got American Dad and Star Wars and and a whole bunch of other stuff that he's working on. And it's just it's I, I don't know how that man does it. I really don't know how he does it. <laughs> but he's amazing. That he is. That he is. 
Um, anyway, before we get going, is there anywhere, is there anywhere people can find you online? Uh, working on another website right now, but you can always find me on uh, IMDb and you can find me on Instagram at will see me. So it's W I L L the letter C like my middle initial and me M E will see me. That is really clever. <laughs> that is a clever name. Well, thanks. <laughs> we'll see me. Okay. Um, thank you so much for taking the time off to do this. This has been a lot of fun, and hopefully we get you on next time when, when more, more, more content is out. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to it, Abdullah. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. You too. Later.